Are you ready to make a real difference in the world and especially to the people around you? Welcome to the Higher Purpose Podcast, where we celebrate the road less traveled in business, leadership, and life. We welcome you to another conversation that we believe will provide you with the insight and inspiration you need on your journey. Here's your host, Kevin Monroe. Hey, it's Kevin, and it's time to welcome you once again to this week's episode of the Higher Purpose Podcast. I want to say welcome. You know, it's truly hard to believe that it's been three years that I've been hosting this podcast. What an amazing, remarkable journey it's been for me. The most amazing part of the journey is you, that you are part of this journey. I mean that. I love podcasting. It is a incredible, remarkable medium that the world's really waking up to and has waken up to in recent years. I started my first podcast over 10 years ago now and have been doing this one for three years. And it's just a time to reflect, time to celebrate. And there are also some new developments that I'm going to share with you in today's episode. If you heard last week's episode, I baited you a little bit. I said you're listening to the last interview of the Higher Purpose Podcast, where Emily Elrod was my guest. So for today, it's just you and me. Imagine us in your favorite socially distanced coffee house tea shop, whatever it would be, that we would be sitting down for a heart-to-heart conversation. I know where I would be. There are a couple of places I would be. I was at one of those just yesterday and had a incredible encounter and conversation with a friend. And I walk in, and there is a lady, I don't know her, but she's sitting there reading Real Artists Don't Starve a book by Jeff Goins, who's been a guest on this podcast before. We have a brief conversation about the book. I ask her about the book. How do you like it? She tells me she loves the book. I said, hey, can I take your picture? I know the author. Can I take a picture and send it to him? So he hears this story. And then yesterday, I was also in a conversation with Dick Gurley, and we were talking about three years ago, a little earlier than this, when we were first starting the Higher Purpose podcast. And it did not go as planned. Some of you may remember that. It had been a while since I had thought about it. I had worked with a company to help produce the podcast. We did this big countdown. We had a landing page and counted down days, hours, minutes, seconds. Went to zero and nothing happened. I mean, nothing. I never heard from the firm again. Tried my best to reach out to them. So then I was in a bit of a panic. What do I do? We've got a podcast that's supposed to be starting. Well, it was at that time that I reached out to a couple of friends and asked the question I should have asked from the beginning. Hey, who do you know that could help me launch a podcast? I kind of went with a stranger. It's always better to go with a recommendation from friends. My good friend, Christy Kern, I'll mention her again later in the podcast, but she recommended me to Megan Doherty and Audra Casino and their firm. One Stone Creative has been the producer of this podcast from episode one and day one. So that was just a funny story. Dick, thanks for bringing it up. But first, before we get into this conversation, let's share 
some gratitude. And I'm always asking, what are you grateful for now? I'll share. Here's what I'm grateful for right at this moment. The day I'm recording this, I am co-hosting the Gratitude Infusion Challenge with Carrie Wekelow. She was my guest back in episode 154 just three weeks ago. She has a brand new book out, The Gratitude Infusion. And together, during that podcast conversation, we started thinking about what if we hosted a challenge? So we created 11 prompts, two work weeks plus something for the weekend to help you infuse gratitude into your life and work based on her book. Today, it's day three. The day I'm recording this is day three of the Gratitude Infusion Challenge, and it's what we called the Velcro Challenge. When someone expresses gratitude to you, thanks you for something, tells you how awesome something you have done has been in their life, the impact of that, how do you respond? What do you do when they say thanks, when they express gratitude? Maybe you're like me, and you've been more like Teflon, and you let it slide off. Or maybe worse, you even deflect it. Well, we call it the Velcro challenge because why not let it stick? When someone says, you are amazing, and when you did this for me, the impact on my life was remarkable, incredible, unbelievable, amazing, whatever the word is, pause. If you're with them in person or where you can see them, look them in the eye and say, thank you. Let it stick. Don't turn it away. Don't turn it around on them. And please don't say it was nothing. So that's something I'm really grateful for. And I've had a lot of fun with that even today. Okay, so here's another one. My good friend, Michael Hudson. I was on my morning walk yesterday and felt inspired to call him. I called him. We had an amazing conversation that helped him process something. And then today he called me to say thanks and also to point out something. It's something I'll mention a little later in the podcast if I remember. So what about you? What are you grateful for in this moment? All right, so back to today's episode. Let me tell you a story, a story not about a man named Jed, for those of you who are old enough to remember one of my favorite original back-in-the-day TV sitcoms, The Beverly Hillbillies. No, I want to tell you a story about a man named Kevin, my story. While this story literally is years in the making, I want to pick up a little over five years ago. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to give you a play-by-play of the last five years because that would end up being one of those three, three and a half, four-hour episodes. We're not doing that. I want to provide context and go back five, five and a half years, five plus years to acknowledge that this transition I'm talking about, these epiphanies I'm sharing today have really been five plus years in the making. When I shared this with a group on Friday, that little factoid alone was encouraging to people. I never thought about that, but other people who've been on a journey for six months, 12 months, 18 months, 24 months, whatever period of months, and they have not yet had the breakthrough they're looking for when they found out that, wow, you've been on this five and a half years? Yeah. So that's why I want to say that. Five years ago, five plus years ago, I knew I needed to make a change in business. Now, I wasn't exactly sure what was next. 
What I was sure of was that I needed to do something new, something different. And that started a journey, a journey with lots of twists and turns, ups and downs. And I got to thinking about it, even had a lot of delights and yes, disappointments. And if I'm honest, and I want to be honest with you, plenty of disappointments and even discouragement, lots of discouragement and a couple of bouts of depression. Now, there's irony here as I look back on this story. There really is. And I honestly didn't recall this until I started pulling out journals. Yes, I journal. I like pen and paper journal, and I keep my journals, and I do stuff like this. Every once in a while, something comes up, and I want to look something up. So I am actually sitting here reading from two different journals. One, I've shared this story before, but I'm picking up this journal, and I am reading April 17th, 2018 entry. Now, there's something interesting that I didn't know or remember until I dug through the journals, and found these two separate entries, that on the two days that I'm going to share with you here, that on those same two days, I prayed a very similar prayer just prior to the epiphany moments I had. Now, please don't interpret this as a formula, and please don't interpret this as any type of superstition. I'm simply recounting a story that's documented in my journal. So, April 17th, 2018, I do remember that was a really dark day, one that I struggled to get out of bed and was really slow getting out of bed. Now, slow getting out of bed for me means getting up at 7 rather than 4.30 or 5, right? But slow getting out of bed, maybe 7.30 that morning. And then when I got out of bed, there was just no feeling of motivation. There was actually the different feeling. But here... So there's several little teaching moments that might come through this. So here's one of these. This is the power of a morning routine that even on really dark days, if you are in the habit of doing something, you do it or you might do it even when you don't feel like it. So that morning, I drug myself out of bed and I followed through with a commitment. And here in my journal, that was actually day 744 of a prayer journey that a mentor of mine invited me into back in 2016, invited me into. He asked me, would I pray 15 minutes a day? And when he asked me that, I looked at him and said, I haven't prayed 15 minutes in the last two years. What do you mean pray 15 minutes a day? He said, I don't mean coming on a list. I just mean opening a journal, sitting down and listening and hearing if God might have something to say to you, and just having a conversation. I'm like, "Mm, okay, I'll give it a try. The reason why I know the numbers is at the time I was doing that, I was in this program called Time Blocking Mastery. Now, please don't think I've mastered time blocking because I certainly haven't. But in 2016, I started this program, Time Blocking Mastery. Time Blocking Mastery was based on the work of Gary Keller's book, The One Thing. And in that book, they talk about You know, the science that shows that it really takes 66 days to form a new habit. So I was doing time-blocking mastery at the time that my friend came along and invited me into this prayer journey, and he didn't expect that I would ever document the days, but I had this 66-day calendar that was checking to get me going on several things I was starting doing that I wanted to be a habit. So I just started a journal and wrote day one, 
you know, and just did my 15 minutes. Day two, April 17th was day 744. And here is the prayer I prayed that morning. Holy Spirit, you are the creative spark of the universe. Spark creativity in me. And then I just laid on the floor, basically in what I would call liminal space, somewhat asleep, somewhat awake. 45 minutes later, some of you've heard me share this. I'm not going to go into details here, but 45 minutes later, I woke up with the idea that really sparked this journey of extraordinary for me, and it gave birth to what we called the Extraordinary Experiment. Two years ago, at this very moment, we were conducting the Extraordinary Experiment, a 90-day program that invited people to do ordinary things with a little extra focus, fervor, or flair and see if those ordinary things didn't allow more extraordinary into your life. Let me fast forward in the story to October 23rd of 2019, just last fall. This was day 1293 on this same prayer journey. And it's a day that I did not remember or recall as being a dark day until I retrieved my journal, opened it up, and let me read. This is what I wrote that day. You'll hear something similar, then you'll hear things different. But the opening lines I wrote that morning, Holy Spirit, you are the source of creativity. Ignite creativity in me. Very similar prayer. I use the word spark in April 2018. I use the word ignite October 2019. But let me continue. And so this is what happens. I can't believe I'm doing this, but why not? I have conversation with God. Now, God doesn't actually talk to me, but I kind of imagine or want to feel or hear what I think he might would say. And that's when this comes in. Let me illuminate what you perceive to be a dark day. In me and with me, there really is no such thing as a dark day. Remember, I am the light of the world. Do not hear or receive that as a harsh rebuke. It is a gentle invitation and a loving reminder. Right now, pause to sit and soak, to be still and know. Know what? Know that he is God or that I am God, whichever way the conversation is going in that moment. Then this was the invitation that I really want to pull into this conversation that's relevant to today. Ponder this question. What would it take for you, Kevin Monroe, to go all in on this extraordinary or this extraordinary life? Now, I had never pondered that question before. October 23rd, 2019, I pondered that question. I've shared how that, and I'll find the links. I told this story a couple of episodes back about my friends Reese and Teresa inviting me onto their podcast, and we unpacked this whole idea of extraordinary. So I don't want to do that again here, but I want to go back and fill in the gaps here. So like many, if not most of you, my business and my world have been rocked by COVID-19. All right, so I started this journey of extraordinary over two years ago, April 2018. Then I started thinking, what would it take to go all in October 23rd, 2019? Then we fast forward to May 2020. But at the same time, we go back. So in May 2020, I was engaged in coaching conversations with my good friend and collaborator, Christy Kern. Christy was actually the first coach I hired back in May of 2015. So here we were 
five years later, having conversations, some of which were very similar to those conversations we were having in May 2015. Me trying to identify who are the people that I am here to serve. Christy asked me questions. There were several questions, some about the podcast. How many people have I met and encountered through the podcast? What do those relationships look like? How many people have you met and brought into conversation, relationships, community through the gratitude challenge, the joy challenge, the get inspired challenge, all of these things we were doing under this big umbrella that we were calling this extraordinary life. And then other ways that I've been connecting with people from around the world, hosting weekly hangouts for over 73 weeks now. And then Christy asked this illuminating question that these people, which total when you put all of those together, a couple of thousand people, what if these are the people you are here to serve? You're serving them now, and many are looking for other ways to be involved and to go deeper. What if the people you are attracting are the people you're here to serve? Now, some of you are thinking, really, Kevin, you're that slow? Yeah, I'm that slow. That was a blinding flash of the obvious because I was sitting here still looking at these corporate types and what I wanted to do, the impact I wanted to have with CEOs and executives around the world that I still have. But that's who I saw as this audience. At the same time, I've built this audience of between 1,000, 2,000 people that I've had meaningful impact with conversations. And I started wondering, could it be that easy? Let me rephrase that question in an Einstein kind of way. Could it be that simple? Remember, Einstein made a distinction between things that are simple but not easy. So this isn't necessarily easy, but could it be that simple? So then, May 27th, that's when I found this journal, started digging it up, and once again returned to the question or the invitation, what if you went all in on this extraordinary life? You've thought about it. You've talked about it. But what's actually missing is the focused doing of it. So if I look back over this journey, if there's one thing that is a pretty apt description of the old me and the way I've operated through a lot of years, and those of you that know me and know me well know this is true, I can overthink most anything. Some of you know that to be true about yourself. We've had those conversations. It's really easy to overthink and underact. So I started thinking, what if I flip that? I talked about this back in episode 147, which was in May of this year. The difference between waymaking and sense making, and ask, are you trying to figure it out or follow it forward? Well, for five years, I'd been trying to figure it out. It's now time for waymaking. Waymaking is that making a path forward in spite of uncertainty, difficulty, even impossibility, forge a way forward. So that's what I started to do. I don't know about you. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you can't. For most of my life, I've played it safe and I've hedged bets. Now, I'm not a gambler, at least not in the casino type of gambling. But if I were, and I could see myself there at the roulette table, I have the big stack of chips, 
if I approach that like I've approached a lot of things in business and life, I would spread my bets. Maybe not evenly, but I would spread them. I'd have a stack of chips, 20% worth on red seven, if seven's red, I don't even know. And then have them on five or six different numbers, hedging the bets, spreading the bets. Because what if this doesn't work? You need to have something hedged over here. You need to have another option. Keep your irons in the fire. A few years ago, I remember reading Essentialism by Greg McCowan. And there were these two diagrams. And honestly, these diagrams have haunted me ever since I saw them. Two diagrams are two circles, one on the left, one on the right. The circle on the left has maybe a dozen, 15 arrows that are a quarter of an inch long in every direction. The circle on the right has one arrow that's going all the way up to the top of the page. Now, what was in the middle of these circles is this label, energy. What happens to you? Maybe the same thing happens to you that happens to me. When I hedge my bets, I spread my energy. And I had energy and focus spread all over the place. I can take you back to a flip chart still in my office, February 14th, 2019. I mapped out my business and it was all over the map. I had these things that I was really passionate about, but they were all over the map. So that circle going a little bit, and the way Greg McCowan, who's a Brit, says it, making a millimeter of progress in a million directions rather than going far in one direction. So as I looked at this map, I didn't know what to do, but February 14th, 3.20 a.m. Yeah, I remember that too. I dated it on the chart. 3.20 a.m. I set an intention to find a way to align, harmonize, and integrate everything I do about my business, everything I do in my business. I set an intention. 17 months later, we're talking about it now, all in perfect timing, not being too hard on myself, not beating myself up. Hey, why did it take you 17 months? I don't know. You know what? It takes as long as it takes. Some of you need to hear that. So let me say it again. It takes as long as it takes. Hold yourself to an arbitrary timetable. Just recognize it takes as long as it takes. Whatever time it takes is what it takes. So since May 27th, I stopped approaching, what if I go all in on this extraordinary life as a rhetorical question or a theoretical question? And I began using it instead as the clarifying, qualifying, or filtering question for all facets of business. Over the last few months, I've pondered a lot of questions, even about this podcast. Some of those got kicked off back in April when Nilifer Merchant, who in the week after the podcast, we just connected in a conversation, she asked me a penetrating question. Now, don't you love having friends in your life that ask you questions that are either haunting or penetrating and they just don't go away? They just kind of lodge in your mind. She asked this question in a most loving and caring way. Kevin, Higher Purpose Podcast. To what end? To what higher purpose? What she didn't know is I was already pondering what to do about the podcast. Here we are wrapping up the third year, which we're doing now. And that was a difficult question. What do I do about the podcast? 
But when I decided to go all in and I use this, what if you go all in as that qualifying question, what do you do about the podcast if you go all in on this extraordinary life? The answer was easy. Rebrand it as this extraordinary life podcast. And that's exactly what we're doing and we're in the process of doing right now. But it's not just a rebrand. We're also refocusing and reformatting the podcast to include some new features and additional segments and even additional voices. So we'll be launching this Extraordinary Life podcast or we'll be converting this, the Higher Purpose podcast, into this Extraordinary Life podcast in late August or early September. And I and our team, we're so excited to have you join us on this Extraordinary Life journey. But you don't have to wait to join the journey. The community is open. We converted this Extraordinary Life community that we started last year. We've converted it into a membership community. And we've got several amazing opportunities that are happening now with some of the most remarkable people from around the planet already joining in to be part of this extraordinary life because they, like me, like you, understand that this life that we are invited to live, this life that we are given to live now is extraordinary now. The extraordinary life, if that's how you think of it, that may be located right next to the proverbial pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, somewhere over the rainbow. But this, this extraordinary life, it's here now. You have everything you need to live this extraordinary life now. So here are some of the amazing opportunities we have. We're hosting weekly huddles and hangouts. The huddles happen on Mondays. The hangouts happen on Fridays. We're hosting monthly Waymaking Sessions. We're in our third month of hosting Waymaking Sessions now. Emily Elrod, who was our guest last week's podcast, she's hosting a session now that's called The Extraordinary You. In September, my dear friend, Jordan Mercedes joins us for the August session. And then we've got more guests joining through the end of the year and into next year. We're also hosting what we call connectory sessions. This is where you join us. Once a month, it's members only. Once a month, it's open to anybody that wants to join. But you join us and other members of This Extraordinary Life for deep, rich, exciting, energizing, one-on-one -on -one conversations using the platform Blitzer. Oh, there's so much more that's happening. You can learn about all of this at this extraordinary.life. Yeah, that's an interesting domain. This extraordinary.life, L-I-F-E. Go there, learn more information. Let me draw a couple of applications to a close as I've had conversations with so many people about this. This whole idea of what will it take for you to go all in on this? Hey, you know what? Yours may not be hosting global community like This Extraordinary Life. But I believe there is something that you are deeply passionate about. And maybe, like me, you've kind of hid from that. You've kind of run from that. You've hedged your bets. What is it that's inviting you to go deeper into and maybe go all in on?
you know, I have no idea what's going to happen. Here's something else that I realized. And in a conversation with Christy, who's a partner with me, co-founder with me of This Extraordinary Life, we were having this conversation. Hey, if we really go all in, we're responsible for inputs, not outcomes. We're entrusting those to someone way bigger than us. So we're not trying to control results. We just want to be faithful to steward the community, to grow the community, to give it our best, to invite our best there, invest our best there, and then leave the results to someone else. What would it take for you to go all in on whatever that is? Maybe that's a conversation you want to have with me. Hey, during the month of August, we're going to share and air some of the highlights of the past three years from the Higher Purpose podcast while we put the finishing touches on the brand new This Extraordinary Life podcast. So as soon as we can, which will either be the last episode of August or first episode in September, we will be transitioning to This Extraordinary Life podcast. And we invite you to join us on that journey because I believe your life and you as a person are extraordinary. Well, as always, you know how to reach me. And you know I love hearing from you. So reach out to me, Kevin, at higherpurposepodcast.com. Tell me what you've enjoyed from this journey of three years or however long you've shared the journey with me, with us. Maybe you'll even want to talk about what you're excited about with this extraordinary life. And you know, you can call me, text me, 404-713-0713. Hey, thanks for joining today. And I hope to see you sharing this extraordinary life and joining us for this Extraordinary Life podcast soon. Thanks for listening. What could 10 days of gratitude do for you? Find out what hundreds of people have experienced and make a change that can last a lifetime at thegratitudechallenge.community because it's better when we do things together.